The Power Moms Network, empowering moms to lift the world. Hello, and welcome to episode six of Power Moms. I'm your host, producer Jemmy, founder of the Power Moms Network, and today I'm going to explore discovering your natural energy flow with today's Power Mom, Mystic Michaela of the Know Your Aura podcast. This episode is brought to you by my podcast production house and consultancy firm, Flintstone Media. Listen in and let me introduce you to today's Power Mom, Mystic Michaela from the Know Your Aura podcast. But first... I want to share a little something from my grab bag. All right, Power Moms, I have a very short but very sweet update for you. And the update is... Drum roll, please. We now are backed by the Levan Center of Innovation. The Levan Center of Innovation is part of Nova Southeastern University down here by me in Broward slash Miami-Dade County. I'm not exactly sure. It's in Dania. And I love their center. If you go follow me on Instagram and you scroll through, you'll inevitably see some photos or videos, reels, whatnot of me at various events there. They're amazing, amazing facilities. So not only do I just love being there. But they're also one of my clients because I'm producing a podcast for them. It's in show development right now. But this is another amazing way that I'm now connected to LeVan because they have gifted us this scholarship. That means not only do I get full access, including to their robot room for the next year, but also the big thing that makes me super smile is their mentorship program that I'm going to be paired with a bona fide successful entrepreneur who is local to me and who will help me to grow the Power Moms Network through their mentorship for a year. I am so excited and I can't wait to tell you the other half of this exciting news. The other backer of this scholarship. I just can't say it yet. So that announcement is going to have to wait. But this does not. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the Levan Center of Innovation. You can find them at nova.edu slash innovation. Okay, now let's meet today's power mom, Mystic Michaela of the Know Your Aura podcast. And for this one, I went way back, back to October 2019. I mean, it's crazy. You'll hear how old I mentioned my son is during this conversation. And he's 11 now. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. (laughs) But I decided to go back into the coffers and pry this one out because though this one is probably the lightest in terms of your motherhood journey specifically propelling you forward, though we do get into a bit of her motherhood journey and something very interesting and compelling along those lines toward the end of the conversation. I went into the coffers for this one because this was the most direct audio I could think of that talks about your superpowers, discovering them and developing them into something more and finding your true self. There's not a conversation I could have mined up from my old interviews that better exemplifies that part of what we are talking about here on the Power Moms podcast, but that's only one half of the reason I really, really wanted this to be this episode's interview, because it is also the perfect follow-up 
to Rebecca's point on the last episode about moving from your zone of excellence to your zone of genius. When she was talking and then I was editing that episode back and getting it ready, my mind went straight to this conversation. And you'll understand why as we get into it. So as you listen in now to how Megan honed her own superpower, I want you to think about your own process of discovering and honing yours. So without further ado, let me introduce you to a conversation that still makes me smile ear to ear and belly laugh to this day. A chat that I had back in October 2019 with Megan Firester, aka Mystic Michaela. Well, I am very excited to introduce you to the first guest on my first solo show in a very long time, Mademoiselle Mystic Michaela. (laughs) I love that intro. I know. I made it like a triple M. I can't help myself. I love it. I know. We are sitting here in Boynton Beach, Florida, because this show is People of Florida. And Mystic Michaela, you are one of my most recent podcast clients, which is how we got to know each other. It's been wonderful. And I've had the privilege of being there and watching you record and interview and all of that you've led us through i know (laughs) and so what's been great about it is it reminded me how much i i mean not that i have a second to forget how much i love podcasting yeah but it to to see you interviewing people and you're so natural at it and you're you're having early successes and everything else and i'm like oh this is so great i love podcasting and damn it i need to do my own show again yay i'm so glad (laughs) so here we are well you motivated us because like we had no idea how to we got you know i get overwhelmed yeah and like you took that away from me yeah so i was like oh now i can just create good because of you good it's been wonderful oh awesome i'm so happy to hear (laughs) that okay so let's dive into who you are okay so your actual name mm-hmm. is Megan Firester. Yes. And where are you from, Megan? Because you're not native to Florida. No, I'm from Buffalo, New York, which explains my accent. That, like, people <laughs> which are gonna I be think like, is so cute, by the way. I've always loved you. When I go home, I sound like everyone else. But every, anytime <laughs> I go anywhere else, people are like, where are you from? And I'm from Buffalo, New York. But, <laughs> well, there you go. But we moved here about eight years ago. Yeah. And, I, you know, I go by Mystic Michaela because that is my, I'm an aura reader. Yes, yes. And so yes. when your husband, who's yeah. like your manager, he right? Is. Scott. Totally. He's the wonderful Scott. He reached out to me and told me about you. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I have a chance to work with someone who can do what now? Right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is so exciting. So when I turned around and was describing you to my son, who is oh, seven yeah. and a half, seven, very important, seven. Yeah, and he's a blue. Thank you. Yeah, I we'll told him that, that you said that. Yeah. Like, like, so I was just, I'm like, how do I? Exc- so I tell him everything. We're yeah, like bestie. So I was like, how do I describe what you do? Right. And I'm like, let me take it from the approach of a, that a seven year old would understand. I'm like, honey, she has superpowers. <laughs> That's so cute. Is it weird to, is it, do you ever think about your ability as a superpower? Because it's not something that everybody is walking around with the capability of doing. Right. So I see colors around people. Yes. So it's like the aura and it's like energy fields and I just see it in colors. Yes. And like, but what I realized was not until later in my life that it actually could help people do something. Mm. So I, I never, no, I never thought it was a superpower until like now I think like, wow, this is a really awesome gift I have. Yeah. You know, like I'm really privileged that I can do it and help people with it. But I guess to a kid, it would be like super, like I love when kids, I'm like, you know, tell me back what I do. They get it right <laughs> yes. away. Cause yes. I, a lot of kids have this ability too. And, and, you know, they kind of get rid of it or whatever, because, mm-hmm. you know, life is, 
right, we get all adults. More, more close-minded. Exactly. And, yeah. and we get like all boring when we get older and stuff. And but not everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. like I think I that's what I love when kids I'm like, explain to me back what I do. And they get it. And they're always like, what, what color am I? You know, they're cute. <laughs> so as you describe how you, because this has been evolution for you. Yes. Being able to read auras. Yeah. It, you know, it was, it was, a, it's been an experience that you've been learning on also as you, as you've grown. Mm-hmm. So what is, what is the, when you think, oh, I read or what, what does that mean to you now? So it used to just mean I see colors around people. Now it means I guide people to living their authentic life mm. through what aura colors they have. And like, what's interesting is there's five main aura colors Mm -hmm. and everybody has about like two. Mm -hmm. And there's like a specific way you're supposed to wear them based on who you are. And everyone's different. Okay. And I just, I don't know how, but I have the ability to tell you like what you're doing like incorrectly or like what, and and also the causes for it. Mm -hmm. Like, so some people will be, you know, shut out a part of themselves for whatever reason. And it's like, no, you got to wake that part back up because that's the part. Our people will like force themselves to do things they don't want to do because they feel like they have to. And there's right. no other way. Right. But I see that in color. So, so interesting. Yeah. So you know, I had breakfast with a friend of mine this morning named Teresa. Hi, yeah. shout out to Teresa. Yeah, yeah. And she does PR work and she helps people figure out their, their path in life. That's cool. Professionally. Right. Yes. So as we were sitting down and talking, my goodness, she was talking about this one strengths test thing that she had done a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't ask me what it was. I don't remember what it was called, but right. it was interesting because it, it told her what her professional strengths are. But right. as she's talking to me, I kept thinking about you. You have to show me your picture. I'll tell you what color she is. Okay. I will. Yeah. But I kept thinking about you and I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, this is kind of what you do, yeah, but in a I different do. way. And you said that you first kind of figured that, I mean, you used to be a teacher. So yes. You used to be able to help you know, use it to your benefit, right? right? Pairing kids up, sitting them next to each other exactly. in a way that made sense and everything like that. Like, yes. how does aura color really affect people's route in life? And I mean, it seems like it's an, there's a way that it affects your every day. It does. It affects how you, it's your, think of it like a filter. Mm-hmm. Like it's how you experience every single thing. So anything that happens to you goes through your filters and those are like your aura colors. So depending on your filter, you're going to receive it a certain way. Mm -hmm. So it does help you, you know, to know what you are. So you know how you're different or how you're the same as other people. So communication is a big way. It can help you motivation, um, like how, like what, what makes you happy? Right. And what makes you not even happy? It's just what makes you feel connected? Mm. Cause a lot of people like walk around numb and they just kind of go through the motions and knowing like what I try to do for people is help like wake them up mm-hmm. and be like, Hey, wait a second. This is why you're doing the job that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like this is the place. This is, these are the reasons why it serves you. Mm-hmm. And these are the reasons why you feel like overwhelmed and like just help try- them help guide them to their passion yeah. through their aura color and not being ashamed of the things there's so many things that we want but we're like ashamed to admit mm. and it for whatever reason a lot of it i find is programming it's like how you were raised and like the messages you received and also just stuff that happens to you have you noticed a pattern of one certain type of aura color person who tends to hide they're authentic color yeah, more like than empaths, blues, oh. like blue people. Uh, here is me. By yeah, the way. you're blue. <laughs> blue people. You know what? Blue people fit in because 
blue people are healers. So mm-hmm. they're your healers. They're your empaths. Like they feel other people's feelings the way, like the same way they feel themselves. So I see them a lot of times in careers where they're helping mm-hmm. and that's fine to help, but you have to make sure that you're getting something out of it. Otherwise, if it turns into like pleasing, that's where the issues come because then you just work for feeling other people's happiness right. instead of your own. And we give a lot of ourselves and that can be draining. Uh, yeah. And I also understand that as you read people, it also drains you. Yeah. Is there an equivalence there? Are you blue? Like, how does that, yeah, why I'm does that happen? I'm in, I happen to be indigo okay. and purple, but it, indigo is kind of like blue, but it's just, I need more one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not as great in a group. Mm-hmm. I'm better one-on-one. Like, blues, I will see helping more people at once and mm-hmm. indigos just have a limit on it basically that's the difference but blue people like like well you're blue and you help people you know mm-hmm. and but like i see them as nurses therapists um i see them teachers i see them in office offices a lot making places run smooth yes things that like makes that a lot of sense i used to be an emt in college oh, and so when you yeah. told me that i was a healer so and all, i was like oh my gosh it's all my whole life is starting to make so much sense. <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> like it's true you're chasing that feeling like and it because it's god's work like yeah. blue people do god's work and it's just different kind context in which you're doing it that's so interesting so you have a really firm grasp on what auras are and, right and i think you're really figuring out yeah. how your own life yes. is determined by your auras and what your purpose is on this yeah. earth and you're using all of that now and figuring that but that hasn't always been so clear no, to you not at all and you're fourth generation yeah reader do you ever think that maybe it actually goes further back than that in your family absolutely yeah. like i actually like is it all women well, yeah, no, because my oh. uncle is a psychic medium too. Oh. So I'm a psychic medium too. I, I don't even like the word psychic because it's like <laughs> too when, close to psycho. <laughs> it is, and like there's so many people taking advantage of people out there. Yes. Like I like spiritual life guidance, but like nobody understands that. So I'm like, or a psychic, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, like if you say, yeah, or a reader, they just kind of blink at you. Yeah, but it's a little bit too like, it's like what? what? <laughs> but if you say like psychic, they're like, got it, you know. But like, um, it does go back in the family and. It's just something that I guess it was normal to me growing up, yeah. but nobody else does the color thing like I do. So that's oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So so then you didn't have someone to ask. No, like, hey, I have this no is- coach. I was telling that to my husband Scott last night. I'm like, you know, I I don't have like like if you're like a baseball player, like yeah. a coach will be like, hold your elbow this way or like I don't have a co- like I got to figure it out. Totally figuring it <laughs> so all on you. Like- oh, you poor thing. <laughs> so yeah. So it it has been quite a journey. I mean, I was teaching Spanish and feeling like very stuck and things like that because yeah. I wasn't fulfilled. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. And um, so I've been on the journey. So I like to lead people on their own journeys. So what were some of your earliest memories of this ability and seeing these colors and what did you, what did you make of it? I remember seeing um, like, I would have my own connotations for the different colors, mm. like red people angry, you know, like I went to, I was um, raised in Catholic and I went to a Catholic school and like the priests were always green. It was weird. Like, <laughs> so I always thought like priests are green. Like it was just like kind of weird how I would associate it, but I didn't think of it. Remember it was very like, normal to me like my mom was very purple so i've always had like an affection for purple people like mm-hmm. things like that um and i've always been drawn to very purple people because of my mother you know like but as you mature and as you grow right. like things change and when i was teaching in my 20s it was like oh this is how i can help them learn spanish better and so i would do things for each color group like reds like you know to make games and just little or you know greens like puzzles like things like yeah. that so it's kind of like knowing that these are the, these are the kids that are sensitive these are the kids yes. that are sporty or, or whatever. Yep. And but it's a whole nother level of that yeah. kind of understanding. Now it's like 
Now it's like, um, why are you the way you are? Mm. What is holding you back? What are the threads? What are your patterns? What are your, like, why do you keep having the same issues with relationships? Like, why, like, there's things like, now it's like very deep, which was happening in the teacher parent conferences. Like, we'd have this kid and then it wouldn't make sense until the mom walked in and then it was like, oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. Got it. But I can't share that, you know, but now (laughs) I can. Now I'm like, let me see your mom, like, in a reading. And and I say, I'm like, oh, this is why you are the way you are and it's just like blah blah and they're like oh my god it's just spirit i call it spirit like that which is greater than us and it's just their way of just kind of opening your eyes to perspective so you can start doing things more consciously so is there a connection between spirit and aura yeah i feel like there see i my thought is how i experience the world is it's interchangeable and we as humans have decided to block or separate the two mm. but like it's spirit and your guides or god or whatever you want to call it is like with us constantly constantly guiding us it lives inside of us you know it, we're all part of the same organism right and so our egos want to separate us from it the ego is like the human part of you that doesn't want to change right so it right. tells you you're alone and you just have to do this to survive and get through and just be human and you know and none of us have ever had those thoughts ever. oh never <laughs> Like <laughs> hide in a corner and not do anything right. and just keep your head down right. and and, nope, and like spirit. About. That's the part of you that's like, let's push today. Yes. Let's push today. Yes, and it's uncomfortable. So you have been pushed in a new direction with all of this. I have recent, recently. Yeah. So so how did this new describe this new chapter of the Mystic Michaela journey and and how did it kind of come about? So. You know, doing this, um, you know, maybe I started about five years ago and I was like, I'm just going to do it, you know, and I started just doing it very quietly in my own little practice locally, anonymously. How did you find people to read it? I first? just put it out on, I made a Facebook page mm. and it was just like, all right. And I would just do email readings and, and it, it was getting busy, but I never attached my name to it because like I have a judgment issue, you know, because I'm an empath. So I feel other people's feelings, right, right, so I don't right. their judgment, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so that was part of my journey. And then what happened was it just, it got too big to ignore. And I got invited to be on um, The Real Housewives of Orange County. So I was on season 12 for an episode with Megan King Edmonds. So cool. And it was super cool because I am a Real Housewives fan. So I was like, <laughs> oh, it was so surreal. Like, this is in real life. Oh, my God. I'm like, am I really here? Oh, my God. And I was like seeing everybody. And they had a big fight. And I was like, oh, my God, they're having a big fight. And like, you know, I don't know if you've ever had this experience. But like in the moment when they were all screaming at each other, I w- it was so surreal. It was like I was watching it from a movie or something. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, so I, so yeah. that helped me a lot. It catapulted You're a lot of things. Oh my gosh, it's going to be on TV. I'm like, it's going to be on TV. I'm like, I can't believe I'm really here right now. I always watched this show, like my whole, like growing up so and stuff. Funny. And so anyway, so it catapulted me and then I got to be on a lot of different like radio, like Amy Phillips and Jenny McCarthy. And I got to do, I got to read for a lot of celebrities and, and I got invited to do a lot of different things and Lifetime TV and all sorts of stuff. And, and it just, you know, it got big. Yeah. And it got to the point, because I've been on a lot of different podcasts, like for Bachelor um, people and things like that. And, you know, I just got featured in Cosmo Magazine. And it got to the point where, like, I'm one person. And instead of doing readings, which I feel like I'm very booked up and things like that, I feel like I still want to help more people. Like, mm-hmm. so Spirit saying that, push come on, let's push today. It's that message again. And it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But that's what my podcasting was about. It's like, let's reach a bigger platform. Let's reach more 
people. Yeah, and your podcast, um, I know from firsthand, is taking off. I'm so happy. It's doing so well. And so I've had the privilege, like I mentioned earlier, of sitting in and watching some of these recordings firsthand. We love when you're there. I've been in your live studio audience. (laughs) So my question is, I've noticed that when you're talking to someone, when you're doing a reading, like when you're talking to Caroline Lunny. Yes. You use the word I feel like. Oh, I do. You're right. You use that phrase. I feel like. I feel like. And then you go into explaining what's, what's in your head. Yeah. Why do you think that you've, you've latched onto that phrase to introduce You're so your insights? Blue, Jemmy, for picking that out. <laughs> yeah. So like, I feel like I have because <laughs> it's not me talking. Yeah. So it's like, I try to, because when I do a reading, I step into somebody's emotions and Which they're is part being, of why it's draining to you, right? Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. their energy. Yeah. Like, I try to really, like, step into the person and kind of swim in them and see what's going on and, and try to pick up all the things that they've left unpicked up or whatever. Yeah. And so I, I do a lot through my own emotions. So, so is that a very literal thing that you're saying? Then? I literally will start feeling other people's feelings. Oh like, gosh. physically, too. Like, when I do mediumship, I'll feel how the person died. Or even when I read pets. Is that scary? Um, It has been. Yeah. I've had... I've had experiences where I've been physically out of it for like 12 hours. Like once I couldn't see after I read a woman, a woman came. Oh my God. I don't know if you want the story. Go for it. Okay. So I rarely literally see a dead person. Mm -hmm. I'll see them in my mind's eye, but never like I see you right now. Mm -hmm. I walked to pick up my daughter from school. So I I was walking and I saw a man on the corner and I'm like, okay. And then he disappeared. And I'm like, okay. And I had, and I wasn't, (laughs) I was like, okay. okay. And I wasn't scared. But I was like, okay. I'm like, that must have something to do with my readings later. So I just, you know, whatever. I, I'm a mom, you're a mom. You get yeah. it. There's things to do. Yeah. So like, I, did, I did my things. Yeah. And then the lady came and she had a very hard energy for the reading. You know, I shuffled everyone out the door and had the reading come. And she's an older woman. And, and I'm say hard energy. What does that mean? She's like tough, like very she's nice, mm-hmm. nice woman. Mm-hmm. Just had, it felt like, porcupine gotcha. a little bit okay, okay. <laughs> okay. yeah she was like uh, defenses up and stuff, yeah armor yeah. up defenses she'll anger very nice to me like mm-hmm. she wasn't gonna be a jerk or anything yeah but i knew she was gonna be a tough one to crack yeah meaning it's hard for her to get vulnerable so she sat down and i like i started with my prayer and everything and then i had this like major cracking pain in my eye and i was like oh my god it was like on my right side i'm like and my eye is killing me my head she's like oh that's where my ex-husband shot himself Cause she's pissed at him for killing himself. Oh my. Yeah. She was like mad at him for killing himself. She was very angry at him and he was very Uh, sorry and she was not going to forgive him. And so you think that was who you saw? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cause then I I described that person and she's like, yeah, that's him. And she was like angry at him. Like she wasn't even like surprised he was there or like any information (laughs) I was getting. Like she was just like, she was going to make sure she knew she was pissed one way or the other. (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, he was so sorry. She wouldn't accept his apology. Wow. So who does that stay with? It stays with me. Yes. So she left the reading. I was like, oh, very drained. I take, you know, sometimes some readings are harder than others. I'm taking a shower. I'm like, okay, here's my bath salts. I'm trying to just chill out. I'm trying to like, the kids come home. I'm like trying to be normal. All of a sudden, I can't see out of my right eye. I start freaking out because I literally can't see out of my right eye. Oh my and my husband is like, Megan, it's from the reading. And I was like, oh, once it clicked, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to bed. And hopefully in the morning it's better. Oh my but, gosh. So stuff like that. Yeah. But like usually the way I get pain is just like, I call it like shadow pain. So I guess I'll see you feel people's emotions. I'll feel people's pain. Pets too. Like things like that. Like I'll feel anything. So I think that's why I use the phrase. I feel that. That makes sense. I mean, so you're, you're navigating this new 
endeavor of yours, right? And it involves not just building a business and all the things that come with that. Oh my goodness. But also, I mean, stuff like what you're talking about is so unique to your experience. It causes you physical pain and draining and all these other things. But how are you navigating building and figuring this out, building your clients. I mean, I know, uh, you know, your husband, Scott, he's, he's helping and he's such a support. And I, I've seen your relationship. You guys are so cute together. <laughs> we have a good time. But I mean, <laughs> how difficult is it or is it difficult to putting this all together and growing it? It's very difficult because all I want to do is give readings. Yeah. And like talk about this stuff. Yeah. So like when somebody, I'm not super organized, which I've learned to embrace and love about myself as we all <laughs> need to embrace and love about ourselves, the parts of us that aren't perfect. There you go. You know, yellow people are very organized. Purple people are not. I am not an organized person. So I get overwhelmed. So that's why you've been such a blessing to us. Aww, but you. honestly, like I give a lot of the, like my husband's red. So red energy people like to be leaders. They don't mind making the phone calls. They don't mind, you know, finding the podcast producers and things like that. And so I, I'll toss him those things things and he loves doing that yeah. and i i like to focus on the talent but sometimes it gets very draining um especially when there's a lot of people who are you know i really when i do a reading i there's nobody else that exists in that world for me except that person mm. so i really like i thrive on giving what that person needs to hear and feeling that it made a difference and that's how i connect to spirit Interesting. so when you know i have my reading set up and things but i can't it's, you know, it started to get really, really, really busy and I had to put the brakes on just because I was, it was affecting my own ability yeah, to yeah. just be myself. But that's why I'm very, you know, it's been tough, but I know I need to grow. And I think like leveling up, which is what I consider the podcast to mm-hmm. be like some sort of level up or next step. That is something that we all have to do in one way or other of our life. You know, we have to level up, be it, you know, go to school or get different training or, or reach out for a different job or, you know, put different vibes out, you know, in dating or whatever. Yeah, like we yeah. all have to level up You're at right. some point. You're we right. have to say, you know what? I'm going to be okay if I let go of the old and try some new, mm-hmm. even though the fear is that, I don't know, everything's going to go to pot. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that's the fear. So th- that's what I'm struggling with now, the leveling up and the ego fear that, oh no, you screwed up. That, right, you know, that's right. what I struggle with. And then organization's tough for me. So as you're leveling up and you're using the podcast to reach more people, you know, you're on social media reaching a lot of people. You mentioned doing email readings. Yes. And you do phone readings. Yes. So there is the in-person reading, which is I think when someone says someone's an order reader, that would yeah. be the only expectation that someone would un- would understand of how you do it. But there are all these other ways that you yeah. connect and you're able to read it. Yeah. How, how does that work that you're able to read people long distance like that? How do, how do you think that, have you figured out how that works? How does yeah, that work? <laughs> I have. So I, I see f- colors and photos. So I, before readings, I'm like, take a selfie that you take just for the reading. Okay. And I'm like recent pictures or if anybody who's dead, take a picture, you know, if you have a picture of them, that yeah. helps me too. So like I can read photos. And the other thing is there's no such thing as space or time. Really? Yeah. That's a human thing. That's not, Oh, a, a spirit thing. So I can like kind of be you heard with your somebody. first guys. Yeah. <laughs> heard it here first. Space and time is fake. It's not real. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> it just ain't real. Space and time. <laughs> so there. That's why. So it's interesting though, when you say you want to see someone's photo, yes. I did pick up in one of your interviews yeah. that you, you said it's important to see their eyes. Yes. Are eyes truly the window to the soul? Is they that are. Why? Yeah. I don't know why, but like sunglasses do throw me off. Interesting. So I'll see like, so when people give me photos, I'm like, all right, let me see the eyes, even animals. I need to see the eyes 
That helps me see the colors. Well, better. I have a photo for oh. you because this is the aforementioned Teresa. And yes. so she's probably listening to this like, um, hello, can we please tell me what? So I got to ask you to pick her color up. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've met her or something. <laughs> you may have. She's all over the oh place. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she feels very familiar to me. So she has a very healing aura. Oh. So she she's actually indigo and purple. So she feels very intuitive. And she's very much like a reader of others. And I do get that she takes over sometimes. Like, I feel like over time she has developed her voice, mm. meaning that maybe a long time ago she would have let things slide. But uh-huh. now if she sees somebody getting taken advantage of now, like she will stand up for, for her people that she loves. Okay. This is going to come as no surprise okay. to you. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's great. And I do get something with like a brother energy around her. So she, she, yeah, she, she's fantastic. She's my, uh, one of my sisters from another mister. Oh. And, uh, and you nailed it. That's exactly. She's like loyal for life, is. but she'll be honest too. Like if you ask her. Yeah. Like, oh, she's, she's very straightforward. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. So I noticed that you can see auras in the photos. I have a question about that though. Yes. When you see them in real life, yes. do they pulse? Is there a movement to yeah, them? And they do. do you see that in the photo as well? Yeah, that's it's see, I think in person readings are just as good as phone. And then emails are good too. But I think when I see somebody, yeah, like it, it they do move, mm. you know, and then when I see a picture, I get more of like the impression in my mind's mm. eye. They'll give me of like what's going on. But it's funny because like uh, sometimes for a phone reading or, or an email reading, I'll be like, is this the most recent? You know, because I can tell if it's not. Oh. And then I'll be like, give me, give me. A, I like when people give me pictures of like chapters of their life. Like this is 10 years ago. This is five years ago. This is today. And you can see a prog- like a progression see, evolution. Yes. Have you? Yeah, because we all wear colors, but like sometimes we'll lean on one harder. And you stuff. Me- you've mentioned inauthentic colors. Yes. That sometimes people layer on yes. themselves. And it's so funny. I, I was dying to ask you this. Oh, yeah. Because I know uh, you're on Instagram. You have a big following on Instagram. Yeah. It made me wonder. Okay. So. Instagram yes. photos oh. very rarely reflect like actual life, yeah. right? It's that it's one in, in the 300 that you snapped of yourself. That's the one you put that- up kind of a thing. So I maybe like, okay, do you see inauthentic colors layered over people's Instagram accounts? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. When sometimes like if people, I cannot do filters. So I don't oh, like filters. They mess me up. They mess up the aura stuff. But yes, I will see like, I think we all have that account we follow. It's like Insta perfect mm-hmm. and all that. And mm-hmm. it's like, I think we can all tell that it's fake. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, I don't think that's even psychic because like, it's so glaringly obvious right. to me sometimes like with influencers or whatever. It's like, come on, <laughs> you know, but their colors are different. Right. So like if I'll, I'll, this has happened to me so many times. I can't even count. Like if I read one in person or on the phone versus like looking at their picture, I'm like, I don't want to look at your pictures. Like I want to look at, um, like, all right. So I don't know if you watch Real Housewives of New Jersey, but I read <laughs> Teresa Judice and she wouldn't send me any. She's like, I want a reading, but she didn't want to send me any photos of her that weren't, huh. I don't know. Like, Dolled up and perfect. Yes. And I'm like, I need a selfie to read you best because like headshots screw me up. Mm. And like just whatever you put on Instagram promoting whatever, like you're not you. Right. So I knew she wouldn't give me selfies. That's interesting. I it's think almost she, like it captures the energy that you. Yeah. Like who you really are. But that just she's armored and she doesn't want anybody to take advantage of right, her. Right. That's okay. what that means. She's not trusting. Yeah. So when the fear people have naturally as humans of yes. being inauthentic or being seen as inauthentic yeah. or all that. 
I can only imagine. Okay, so this is the part of the, the conversation where Jemmy brings up some random reference out of left field. Bring okay. it. So I love when random. I was growing up, yes. I loved the Poltergeist movies. And <laughs> they are so scary, I can't watch them. So in the third one, okay. it, it becomes understood that when Carol Ann had gone to the other side in the first movie, okay. that she came back with an ability. Oh. And her ability was that she could touch an object and say know what color it was oh, without God. looking at it, right? Oh, that's scary. And so okay this is like i don't know why this randomly popped but i had i was like okay this is time to think that she could easily prove uh-huh. she just has to have someone pick out a random object and yes she can prove it by touching it and that's the color it is Boom, yes. proof done right how how is it for you yeah i can only imagine dealing with skeptics or people who think that you're not authentic mm. you're not telling the truth like yeah. what is that experience how do you navigate that i think like with this First of all, like when I tell somebody what their color is, I would say like seven times out of 10, they're like, okay, that makes sense. Cause mm. either they're drawn to that color or they like that color or like whatever. The other times I think it's like, it's a color. Like they're not gonna like, how offensive is that? You know? So I'm not, <laughs> okay. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not that scary. Right. So they'll listen. Okay. Once I start explaining it, then I feel like I win people more or cause mm. like then I start explaining it and then they kind of like, I think the proof is in my explanation. Right. A lot of times. Cause they're like, okay, that is kind of like me. I get a lot of green people. Who are like, what is this? You know, like, come are on. Are they the, tend to be the most skeptical? They're the most, and, and reds, they mm-hmm. can be the most skeptical. And, and, but the thing is, is like, if you just have an open mind and you just like hear me out or whatever, and you're not mean to me, cause that like, they will always shut me down cause I'm super nice. <laughs> then it's like, okay, just, just hear me out. And yeah. then I, once somebody hears me out and they really listen, they're like, okay, that's interesting. And it's just, it's just insight. Like, I'm not trying to like be your guru or tell you what to do. It's just, I'm trying to give you insight. So like, you can just live life happier. Yeah. But what it is funny is that I do notice that the colors I see are associated with like chakra colors. So there are correlations with like already kind of written down chakra colors or things like that. Like, interesting. I don't yeah. know much about chakra colors. Yeah. So it's kind of just like, um, you have seven chakras and there's a color associated with each one of them. And they also have like characteristics associated with each one of them. So when, mm. when, when one's blocked, it's supposed to correlate to certain things oh, in your life. So when they say unblocking your chakra, yeah. to let the natural energy flow. It's like a faucet. Think- and so like they're always supposed to be on, but sometimes they get turned off. And usually the ones that get turned off are the colors that you are. Mm. Or, you know, so like, for example, like red people, which is like the heart chakra, mm-hmm. like they sometimes have a hard time letting people give to them or not be in charge or like they always like to be in charge or have control or mm-hmm. things like that. Maybe that's why they tend to be skeptical because they feel like they're, yeah. they're not in control of the reality that you're trying yeah. to give them. You got it. And you mentioned, I think I, I have this right, that Scott is a red. He's red and blue. Okay. Yeah. You- have a hard time convincing him yeah, <laughs> what was up funny. he only believes in me though like he thinks everyone else isn't real oh my god that's hilarious that's true love it what? is but he's like but you're real because like too much has happened for us and we've been together so long like 20 yeah. years or yeah. something so yeah. we're like we've been together so long that he knows i'm not like full of it right I mean, I mean, you know, love is blind, but, but still. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So your daughter is 10. Yes. Do you mind if I share? No. Yes. Okay. So she has the same ability as you. Yes. She's showing that. 
how are you, I mean, do you look at her and say, oh my gosh, uh, I can relate so much to what you're going through and and help her now? I mean, last time I was over here, I think it was last time that some neighborhood kids came and knocked on the door and asked to come play. So she went outside and I kept, I couldn't help but wonder, you know, do they know? How do they accept it? Uh, You know, how are you helping her navigate that? And does it remind you of what you went through as a child? Yeah. So she's purple and red. So like she's got, I don't know, she's different than me because she's more kind of like, Oh, you don't like me? I don't care. Like mm. that. And so in a way, that's been helpful for her. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because she does see colors around people. She doesn't go around talking about it, you know, but it is something that we talk about at home. And I don't put, I don't like encourage it and I don't shut it down. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like if she says something, I'm like, okay, I listen. You know, I validate. But, oh, can I show you something? Yeah. Just, I, just, I don't know. You, you can share it if you want or whatever. <laughs> she draws pictures of people. And did you, did you hint to her that you could tell she had some sort of ability or did you did she tell you that she would like say that people were different colors like she'd be like oh yellow or like just from very like maybe six she would start saying it or and then she would color what i'm showing you she would color her friends like this oh my god and like she doesn't even know she's coloring them with auras around them and it's funny because i've met her friends and the one who's like indigo there, like she's such, she always says, that, oh, she's like the therapist of their friend group. And, and this one who's yellow and purple, like around her, she's like the social butterfly. And that's still those colors, you know? So it's funny. And that she doesn't so even know, like she's drawing people like that. And cause she, just like she, their hair color, it's part of who it's they are. Part of who they are. Mm-hmm. When does she start to exhibit this? Like around six, I want to say. Six. Wow. Yeah. Like, cause articulating it is just kind of like, oh yeah, she's like, I remember her coming home one day from, um, from school and she was like complaining about a friend or something and she's like, oh, she's so yellow. And I'm like, oh, girl, I get you. You know, like, <laughs> and like a different level of conversation <laughs> yeah. that you guys could have. Or oh, like gosh. the across the street neighbor, she's like, oh, he's so green today. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Which means he's like very particular. You know? So you've just been wanting to level up. Yeah. What do you what do you see the future holding for Mystic Michaela? I try to keep open to whatever comes my way. I think it's important to have an open mind and keep open to things. And I just want like I guess honestly, I want a platform where as many people as possible can live authentically. I want to give them some sort of catalyst or spark so that they can look at their own life and be like, Oh, wait a second, and just put the puzzle together and then be like, that resonates with me Mm -hmm. you know what are my motivations for being here is it because i like this job or it's because i'm pleasing other people you know is it because i'm scared to leave or is it you know what is why am i here why am i doing what i'm doing this relationship this job this whatever and just making them like self-aware and think because like if you just spend a little bit of time thinking about it you can make your life a little bit that much better and that's what i want to do for people so platform you have a great platform with instagram and, yes. and your online followers you have also a group mystic <gasps> yes. Michaela spiritual family i love them and so having all these people follow you and i can i can you know not anywhere near the same level but i know that there are people who listen to my shows and stuff yeah. like that and uh, you know you feel a sense of responsibility and yes. everything else but it's not like the they're your I don't know tax clients, right? You're, right. These are people who are looking to guidance for to you for guidance, yeah, and, and get some nuggets. Does that give you energy? 
yeah. knowing that or does that weigh you down knowing that gives me a lot of energy i have a good i have a good little following like you know like i they they really get what i'm saying they have learned i'm i'm like a proud mother because they've learned to kind of like read auras and other people because they say all the time you don't have to see colors to read auras so yeah. like they get it interesting and you know we have like a really fun rapport and we make fun of ourselves but we also get like very serious with ourselves and things like that so it really does bring me up and they do encourage me and they help me and they they actually really push me because they'll ask me hey how does it work in this situation or that they like they push me to grow and evolve and like channel answers for their questions and things like that so i'm trying to build community community where those little parts of yourself that you thought had to be hidden are actually your strong parts Mm -hmm. and and i think the more self-aware we are the happier we're gonna get as a society and i really do feel like it's a movement and i'm just trying to contribute my little you know contribution to it and i think everybody in in my the community the mystic michaela spiritual family on facebook that we've created an instagram they want to do that that too so it's contagious these things are contagious self-awareness is contagious i agree okay so if people want to find your spiritual family it's on instagram and facebook yes and if they want to find you and get in touch with you how do they find you so mystic michaela um, is my Instagram handle and Michaela is like Michael with an A mm-hmm. and the Mystic Michaela on Facebook and Mystic Michaela on Twitter and Mystic Michaela there I am. and Mystic Michaela dot yeah. com dot com right that's there you too. go yep, we're all the things all, all the things. things oh well thank you so Jenny, much thank you so much <laughs> you're so wonderful excited that you were my pilot guest yes, for this show yes. you are contributing so Aww. fantastically to the fabric of florida and thank, thank you so you. much for letting letting my friend listen in on this little podcast here yes thank you thank you so much jemmy yay oh my gosh i cannot believe that that conversation was nearly four years ago wow i mean I'm still smiling from ear to ear. Just my cheeks are hurting. (laughs) But here's the thing. Here's the point. Here's what I want to highlight as this power take. Because Megan, Mystic Michaela, because she was in her zone of genius parlaying her aura reading, and I was operating in my zone of genius as a brand builder and podcast producer, like Rebecca Cafiero from episode five was talking about, Great things happened. And since that very early start in her podcasting journey, which I just have so many fond memories of, I am proud to say that she's since graduated. And by quote unquote graduated, what I mean is she reached her goal. She got picked up by a network, the Wave Podcast Network. I'm so unbelievably proud of her. And I was so proud of her back then. And my pride in her is like multiplied so many times just watching what she's done. She now has two books. She's just kept on growing this community. She's, she's amazing. And so to further dial in the point and also to what Megan was talking about, discovering and celebrating your own natural energy flows rather than fighting them. That will help you to better vibe in all areas of your life. But I imagine that that is especially true for your zone of genius. So the power take homework that I have for you today, if you should be so inclined, is to follow Know Your Aura, the podcast, and also to join Megan's community on Facebook. Links to both are in the show notes for your convenience. 
you never, ever know if you follow her, whether you believe this yet or not, <laughs> believe in or reading or not. By being part of the community and following her content, you never know what you may discover about yourself and learn about how you can center yourself in your own natural energy flow. And that plus your zone of genius. Woo! Look out world. All right. Well, thanks for joining in today. I hope my rewind conversation with Mystic Michaela from 2019 helped to inspire and inform you on your own Power Moms path. Be sure to head to powermomsnetwork.com. That's Power Moms with an S because there's lots of us. Join our mailing list. It's free and connect with other Power Moms to parlay your own superpowers into success. We are growing this network in spades. So many amazing conversations I'm having behind the scenes and things are already happening. So just stay tuned because my grab bag is going to get pretty full of updates and news in these coming episodes. All, all very exciting. Connect with me and the team at Power Moms by emailing me at powermoms at flintstonemedia.com or you can join us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube and also threads. We're on those as Power Moms Unite. And I just want to mention if you also want to some help from me to take a podcast that you have if it's not really working for you if it's flopped and failing and you want to take it to fixed and fabulous work with me in a small group session it's live and a lot of fun just go to toppodcastworkshop.com to sign up for any of those dates that are available all right it's producer jemmy signing off for now remember you are a power mom so let's parlay your parenthood superpowers into success.